Yesterday, Jim Calhoun raised a great question. Is it possible that we here in the United States and the Western world are heading back to the Dark Ages? This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome to the Thursday edition of Truth to Ponder, and I am your host, Bob Bierman. I've got a lot of stories that I want to share, a number of thoughts on my mind, and I got to tell you right up front, we're going to be all over the road, so to speak, with today's program. We have so many different topics, but as I said earlier this week, so many of these seemingly different topics all have a common thread that run through them. And the sooner you begin to understand this constant, never-ending barrage of just weirdness that we have to face, it's not by accident. It's not coincidental. It's not natural. It is all by design. There are those that push certain agendas and ideologies and gin up opposition. It is all a self-destruct mode against the United States of America, our freedom. The same is true for Canada and the United Kingdom. Gradually, daily, one little step at a time, we are declining into literally hell on earth. And it's coming sooner if we don't stand up and do something about it like right now. I'm always amazed as I read people's comments about politics and the economy and all the things that are supposedly important. And they're clueless. They're people that really believe this is a great economy here in the United States. They think it's wonderful that we have inflation at record numbers. It's wonderful that we have the lowest participation in a job market. It's wonderful that our debt is so high, we'll never pay it back. And they are so blinded because of ideology that has to do with morality more than common sense. See, it's the desire to be immoral. It is a desire to be totally sinful that these people will stand by a bumbling fool like Joe Biden who sold his soul and his country out ages ago. There is no doubt in my mind Joe Biden is a treasonous traitor to the everything the United States stands for, and he's also nothing more than a common thief, stealing, taking money to sell out his nation. He's a Benedict Arnold and should be treated as such. He laughs. It's all about him. All about my ego. The man is so delusional. He went to Hawaii. Now, remember, he's been on vacation a lot, so he was on vacation at his beachfront property in in Delaware. Then from Delaware, he headed to brief the fine folks in Hawaii where this horrible disaster occurred. Of course, they try to blame it on climate change. Only a reprobate would blame this on climate change why they don't want you to really understand what's happening there. It's great. It's great optics. Burn it down. 
We find out that the guy that handles water resources in Hawaii delayed for five hours allowing diversion of water to fight the fire. And it's all because of equity. It's got to be equal and equitable. The place is on fire, you moron. Put the fire out and worry about the rest of the water later. It's not like you're going to run out. Good Lord, man. What does it take to realize that people that Obama put into places of power are nothing but disgusting, mentally ill reprobates that have no decency? It's all about ideology, and you can be damned for all they care. They got theirs. You can fend for yourself. Yeah, I'm going to be very blunt today on this program. I've had about enough of the stupidity that comes out of the cesspool that is Washington, D.C. It is horrific. And I got news for you. A lot of the fake and phony Republicans are equally as disgusting as Biden and that clown show that he's got in the White House and the freak show of senators in the United States Senate that call themselves Democrats that believe abortion should be a right. It's health care to kill a baby in the womb. It's health care to kill it even after it's born. This is how Moloch pagan reprobate they have become. And it's only going to get worse. So Joe Biden goes to Hawaii. People have lost their homes. The death toll continues to rise. I still believe much of it could have been averted had there been proper, which see that they don't do they don't do anything anymore to prevent fires and wildfires. It's not climate change. None of this is, quote, unprecedented. This has happened before. And you've got to remember several things. Number one, the grasses that caught fire are not native to Hawaii. That grass was imported for raising cattle. It's not from Hawaii. And it dries out at the end of summer. And it can burn. And it has in the past. None of this is new. This fire breaks out. There are a lot of things that I am still not comfortable with and what I've been told and what I'm reading. I'm not buying a lot of it. I think we're being lied to on a number of fronts. And then to find out five hours water was restricted and not allowed to flow to put the fires out. Because is it fair for you to put a fire out? Maybe maybe somebody else would like to use the water for something else. It's not fair and equitable. This is the kind of stupidity that there's no common sense left. Not one bit of it. Our country is heading straight into hell if something doesn't change really soon. We are the banana republic that I talked about on Monday. No doubt in my mind. We've lost we've lost justice, decency, morality, common sense, honesty, integrity. Journalism is dead too. Put on CNN. It's dead. It's reeking, stinking dead. It's no longer journalism. 
just propaganda. Hitler would blush with the propaganda coming out of CNN and MSNBC. Even he wouldn't go that far. But here we are. And so Biden leaves one vacation in Delaware and takes a quick fly over to Hawaii in Air Force One, makes a couple of little appearances and talks to the people, but he's talking more about him. Mr. Speaker, the President of the United States. have a little sense, Jill and I, what it's like to lose a home. Years ago, now 15 years ago, I was in Washington doing Meet the Press. It was a sunny Sunday. And lightning struck at home on a little lake that's outside of our home, not a lake, a big pond, and hit a wire and came up underneath our home into the heating ducts, the air conditioning duct. Make a long story short, I almost lost my wife, my 67 Corvette, <laughs> and my cat. I want to talk about me. I want to talk about me. America's deadly wildfire, the deadliest wildfire in over a century. And Jill and I have what's left of walked Front Street, what's left of it. We've surveyed the damage from the air as well. The devastation is overwhelming. To date, 114 dead, hundreds of people unaccounted for. I remember when I got the call, my first wife and daughter, I was a young senator, and I got a call in Washington. I hadn't been sworn in yet. I wasn't old enough. And I was hiring staff in the Capitol at Teddy Kennedy's office. And I got a phone call saying from my fire department, and the young first responder kind of panicked, you got to come home. There's been an accident. So what happened? He said, your wife, she, she, she's dead. Come home. Come home. The tractor trailer had broadsided her and uh, uh, killed her in a car accident along with my little daughter. All right, you enjoy your day here, Banana Republic. ba 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 na na Joe Biden has managed to turn the United States of America into a banana republic. He puts in complete degenerates, legal degenerates like Merrick Garland, who refuses to prosecute real crime, but he's spending all his time going after a political opponent on some of the most nonsensical charges ever devised by a sick mind. He and Mr. Smith ought to have their law degrees pulled and burned and burned down the school that was stupid enough to give them one. No, it's that bad. I hate to be that way, but it is that bad. Merrick Garland has no business being in anything regarding justice because he's an unjust individual to the core. He's a legal sellout. 
He's making a mockery of the concept of equal justice under the law. It does not exist any longer at the federal level here in the United States, and it sure doesn't apply in Fulton County, Georgia either, or Manhattan with braggadocious, you know, Alvin braggadocious or brag. We talked about him a few days ago. These people are refusing to prosecute real crime, real crime. Saw a story the other day. While they're trying to get like $200,000 bail on Trump, you have a 67-year-old man accused of murder released on no bail. That's what it's come down to. And you got that sick buffoon of a sheriff. I would love to have him on this radio program because I don't think he has, he's a mental midget. You hear him talk, he's just a political prostitute, to be quite blunt. Knew how to get in, get the job as sheriff. Cozy job for him. Does a lousy job at it, by the way. He's all worried about, I'm going to get a mugshot of Trump. (laughs) I mean, come on. This is what it's come down to. Mugshots of Trump. Document cases. Funny. Mike Pence had secret documents. No one's going after him. And he was not even the president. Joe Biden has had secret documents in his possession from the time he was a senator and only a vice president. Nobody cares about him. Bill Clinton had that stuff in his sock drawer. Nobody cares about him. Hillary Clinton has God only knows what. Nobody cares about her. Well, no reasonable prosecutor would go after her. I mean, you remember when Comey said that? That, I mean, once again, whitewash, whitewash, whitewash. And the syphilis brain idiots that think it's all right, they just go along with it. They think it's a great economy. They think it's all justice. Their hatred of one man. Now, look, I'm not saying Donald Trump is a saint. Not at all. But this hatred of anything that even looks conservative, that has any rationality to it, is under attack. Literally under attack. Common sense is gone. Have you noticed, we've heard about this transgenderism stuff for a little while now. And they keep notching up the volume, making it louder and louder. And they're trying to make you believe that this has been a problem since the since man evolved into being a human being. That gender confusion has been there since day one. And now we are smart enough and we have medical science and we have psychologists. We have drugs. We have treatments. We can fix this, this problem. All we have to do is give your preteen some hormone blockers. It'll make them sterile. They'll never have kids, but they're going to be happy about themselves. We we promise you. And we'll butcher their bodies, too, when they're of the right age. This is satanic. This is demonic. It is either demon possession or mental illness or both. Now, this story from 
California, not to be unexpected. You got to you got to follow this one. There was a meeting held at a public library. The Mary L. Stevens Public Library in Davis, California, kicked out a female conservative speaker during an open forum on protecting women's sports several minutes into the event after the former college athlete complained about men competing in women's sports. Now, let me set this up just a little bit. This Forum on Fair and Safe Sports for Girls was hosted by Moms for Liberty and took the California Interscholastic Federation to task for its discriminatory policies that put girls at risk and removes opportunities to ever enjoy or excel in sports. Okay? Now... Once again, this is at a public library using a public space. I'm looking at a piece of paper right in front of me right now about the use of the library. And once again, you know that community room has a seating capacity. They talk about it and what you can and cannot do. There's a small fee for the kitchen, but everything is, and you can't charge. You know, groups may not charge fees. Use of the rooms is for nonprofit or community groups only. They may not be reserved for the benefit of private individuals or commercial concerns or money-raising programs. In other words, I'm looking at all the rules about making reservations, what you can do with it. And nowhere in these rules that I read, and also the flyer that went out to promote this event, is there anything, is there anything in the rules that say they cannot hold this forum? There's no requirement by the library, except, and here's where it gets a little bit strange. Now, it all started, you've got the speaker talking, and a pro-trans activist interrupted this person. Her name is Sophia Laurie, who is the event's first speaker. Before she could say a few words, you got them all, all upset. And shouting her down. I want you to listen to just I there's twelve minutes of this. I, I I don't I can't bear to play it, but here's just a few seconds to give you an idea of what happened right out of the starting gate. Before we start, I just want to share a little bit about myself. Questions are safe for the end. Thank you very much. You will be asked to leave if you interrupt during the middle of the meeting. Please respect the library. Questions are safe for the end, and we'll answer any questions then and talk through things then. Thank you. Any transgender female is being called male. And in sporting events, it was female. If that happens, it's not following our hard code contact. And we will ask the person who says it to leave immediately. Did you hear that? Are you going to be misgendering people all the way through your presentation? Pro trans activists, they're just interrupting, interrupting. They don't want 
any side but theirs to be heard. They want you silenced. They want you shut down. They want you sued. They want you deplatformed. They want you eliminated from society. And in California, those that would like to have you put in jail. Oh, they're working on it. They really are. Now, this individual that was speaking, Sophia Lori, who is now an outreach coordinator for the California Family Council, informed the activist that questions were reserved for the end of the forum. When the activist refused to stand down, a guy named Erwin Friday, a lawyer from the group Our Duty, told him, you will be asked to leave if you interrupt during the meeting. Now, this is where this story takes an incredible turn. At this point, the librarian stepped in and warned Lori if she persisted into misgendering and referring to transgender females as males, she would have to leave immediately, prompting an applause from all the weirdos and the sickos and the degenerates that were in that room. They all came to shut her down. They were not there to learn anything. They were there to silence, destroy, and shout it down. That's what Satan does. Satan shouts down the truth. The librarian added that California law recognizes trans women as women and that they're protected under state law. And our policy talks about treating people with respect. If you're going to misgender somebody, that is not respectful. Yeah. And despite all the interruptions, she continued explaining how her lifelong dream to play college soccer and how she was able to live out that dream. And now 10-year-old girls cannot live out the same dream as long as dudes, men, you know, males of the human species are allowed to compete in women's sports. And the outcry, the outcry from the reprobate banana republic loving crowd shouted out, you can't do that. You can't do that. Men should be able to go to girls' bathrooms and compete in sports with girls. Because we're losers in male sports, so we only way we can win. That's that's what I think about Leah Thomas. What a fake, phony, and fraud he is. His Biological parts are still there. He's not a woman. He's a man. He's either a man with a mental illness or he is such an egotistical maniac that he would play in women's sports so he can get a trophy. Either which way, it is disgusting. It's horrific. And so the activists continued to heckle. And then... The attorney reminded them that they're not forced to attend the forum. Now, if you if you don't like what you're hearing, you know you can leave. There's a thing called free speech in a public place, and it's not even religion, which would you know probably make heads explode. And the heckling and the laughter grew louder and louder, allowing biological men in female sports does not create an equal playing field, but instead robs biological girls of their athletic inspirations. At that point, at that point, the fruitcake of a librarian with 
total brain syphilis gets up on his feet, you have to leave. You're misgendering. You're misgendering. You're talking about men in female sports. You're misgendering. They're not men. They're women. They're women. They believe they're women, so you have to believe it too. And on and on it went. And despite the librarian's claim, nowhere in any of the material available to the, from the library for use of the rooms does treating people with gender respect ever appear. In other words, this librarian, he, she, or it, whatever it is, the library states the meeting rooms are reserved for nonprofit and community groups only, that all the groups of persons under 18 must be supervised by an adult, contracts must be signed by an adult, then it talks about no smoking, candles, flames, and alcohol. All activities must be open to the public, which it was. And what do these people do? They saw this and they stacked the deck. They came in to shut it down. All carrying the little transy flags and their little rainbow flags. They were there like a mob. They were there as a mob to silence truth because they cannot accept the truth. That forum on fair and safe sports for girls was never in any violation of those rules. Even the library's pages say on their, their mission page from their website, the library strives to bring diverse and dynamic programs and services to its many communities through innovation, communication, engagement, collaboration, and diversity. Once again, the word diversity keeps coming up. Providing opportunities for everybody to read, grow, discover, and interact with one another and the world at large. Well, it's diverse only if they decide it's their kind of diversity. Any diversity they don't like, they're going to shout you down. Now, look, this has gotten out of hand. And some states are beginning to take action. I, I worry about the federal government getting involved in all of this. I believe, and we can see it in people like Merrick Garland, our federal government is so far into the sewer of satanic desires, satanic beliefs, satanic inspiration there's only one place left for this nation to go straight into hell and these demons from hell like like Merrick Garland are clutching onto people and dragging them into hell with them shouting down truth destroying killing maiming yeah that's what abortion does it destroys kills and maims not necessarily in that order so it's obvious Sophia Laurie, she said she was shocked by what happened, but she needs to understand something that many of us already do, that public libraries across the United States and Canada and the United Kingdom and Australia have become radicalized indoctrination centers in recent years. Their new president, Emily Jabrinsky, who was elected president of the American Library Association last year, declared 
in July of 2022 that she is a Marxist lesbian. Marxist lesbian. And she's put in the place of power to decide what you can read, what you can say, think, and do in that library of hers and the libraries around the nation. They're using the libraries now, hey, for drag queen story hour for little kids. And what are we doing about it, Christians? Are we doing anything about it? Oh, I guess we're making comments on Facebook. We're going to fix it at the ballot box. That's a bunch of baloney. It hadn't been fixed yet. Real Republican lawmakers and conservatives need to defund the American Library Association and remove them from taxpayer money if they're going to be a one-sided Marxist organization. Now, Montana, last month, severed their ties with the American Library Association. South Carolina needs to do it. Alabama needs to do it. Florida needs to do it. South Dakota needs to do it. Texas needs to do it. State by state needs to disassociate themselves and any money, any grants, anything. Take it away from the American Library Association, which is nothing but the American Leftist Association, run by a bunch of Marxists. Have you figured it out? The Satanists have grabbed the schools. The Satanists have grabbed the media. The Satanists have grabbed academia. The Satanists have taken over law and have turned it into an abomination of what it's supposed to be. That old song from many, many years ago, I can still hear it in my mind when Janis Joplin sings. Freedom is just another word for nothing left to lose. Nothing. I mean, nothing, honey, if it ain't free. In case you haven't noticed, we are losing our freedoms. If you're in Canada, you're losing your freedom. United Kingdom, losing your freedom. Australia, losing your freedom. New Zealand, losing your freedom. United States, losing your freedom. It's eroding one little piece at a time. Know that income after you in one big swoop and take it all away and shut everything down. They have been gradually doing this for decades. One decade at a time. One little advance at a time. And sometimes we catch on and we get a step or two back and think we have a big victory. Oh, yeah, we we fixed that, didn't we? We've always had issues in our nation, but nothing like I'm seeing today. I've never seen anything so morally reprehensible as what I see in our government today. It is a moral sewer and cesspool of satanic, sinful ignorance, satanic, sinful desires, all designed to enslave you into their ideology. Tell you what you can think, how you can act. 
Males no longer male. Females no longer female. You know, I'm not going to play it today. I played it about a week or so ago. This man who delusionally believes he's a woman, sounds like a man, looks like a man, has all his man parts, but his desire is to be surgically implanted a womb. And then he wants to have gay sex. It's not gay sex. If you're delusional enough to now believe you're a woman, how can it be gay sex? You're a man now. Having intimacy with another man would be gay sex. Now, you're declaring yourself a transgender, which means in your mind, you're a female. So how can the sex be gay? Come on. Give me a break. Get your lies straight. You're lying to us. But he wants a womb put into his body and he's going to take good care of it. Do the best that he can to make sure his womb His new female parts work great. And then he's going to have gay sex. I don't know how that works, but he wants to get pregnant so he can be the first trans woman to have an abortion. Now, how low can you go? What scares me is we can still go a lot lower. I've got more about that and a couple of stories that you don't hear anywhere else on the other side of the break. I need right now for everybody that listens to this radio program on shortwave to listen to me very carefully. A week from today, next Thursday, the 31st, will be the third anniversary of this program, Truth to Ponder. Third anniversary. I often wondered at the very beginning, would the show continue just for that year or to the end of the pandemic or whatever? I didn't know how long this program would go. But I knew from what I had been seeing, the work that I had done in the first part of 2020 in emergency management, And then being in Georgia and trying to make sense of all of this, it was laid on my heart to do this particular radio program. And and I know my style is different than many others, and that's but that's who I am. I'm trying to use the medium of radio in such a way to have an impact. I don't want the program to be boring. I want it to make you think. And I want to share with you a perspective and an analysis of the news and what is going on in the background so you are not surprised. I don't deal in a lot of headlines that people send me because I can't verify much of what is said. And I've learned quite often when you get into some of these headlines that may or may not be right, you're getting into some dangerous ground. So I limit this radio program to the things that I can verify, have a comfort feeling about, so I'm not caught making some kind of false statement or fake headline just to get people to pay attention. That is something extremely important to me. I mean, very important to me. I will not name them, but there are a number of websites that I 
take a look at to see what the other half is thinking that have got some of the most bizarre headlines out there you could ever possibly imagine. And people say, Bob, did you see this? Did you look at that? You got to watch this video. And then you, you know, you watch it. I've done it a few times and then you never hear about it again or you find out it was all a bunch of, you know, nonsense. I'd rather deal with truth and what is obvious. The only way to fix the United States, oh, the ballot box can help a little bit, but not much, because many of the conservatives out there are fakes and phonies and frauds. I would say about half of the Republicans in the House of Representatives and the United States Senate are not trustworthy. About half. In other words... True conservatives and those that believe in true values are in the minority. You get people like the former vice president of the United States running now for president, Mike Pence, and he is a real disappointment. When anybody ever asks him a question, he doesn't give an answer. He avoids, the, he avoids answering questions. He gives you a bunch of fluff and puff and nonsense. He is typical of the fake rhino class of the Republican Party. He's their poster boy. And now he thinks he's going to run for president. He's going to fall on his face. He's an embarrassment to the office. I'm just telling you the way I see it. And and I know that, you know, I'm very opinionated on some of this stuff because I'm getting old enough now where I've had enough. You now I'm like the old guy, get off my lawn. I've had enough. I don't like to be this way, but if I'm not this way, how do we ever get truth, honesty, and integrity back again? I'm afraid we don't. And that's what scares me the most. Now, as I was saying, this month of August has been a really difficult time for this radio program. Uh, Probably the worst we've ever had in the three years. We've had some good months and bad months over the years. But this one has been an eye-opener. And it's all about the economy. I understand that. I get a lot of people that write me. A matter of fact, it was fascinating. On Monday, WRMI, one of their transmitters went down at about 10.30 Monday night. And so only half the program aired. Had a bunch of emails from people I never heard from before. Letting me know that the program had uh, vanished unexpectedly. Well, there was a technical issue which was repaired the next morning. Couldn't be fixed that night. I, I really believe in shortwave. And I know a lot of, I've known ministries and people that used it and then said, no, I'm not going to use it anymore. And then maybe sometimes they come back. All they're trying to do is get you to go to their webpage and maybe their paywall down the road. I don't do that. I believe what I'm sharing with you is important enough that I can't charge for it. But I have to prayerfully ask many of you to help support it. 
And I know times are tough. I really do. I fully understand how tough these times are. My wife and I face it every day. We are retired. And the value of our money is going down. And I'll explain why on the other side of the break. You need to hear what I have to share about the economy in just a moment. If you think dealing with the contemptuous people like Kemp in Georgia, the, the governor and, and all the nonsense going on there in that state, and all the nonsense, you know, with elections. Yeah, I, I still believe that the election, there's a lot of monkey business going on. And I pray someday it'll be revealed. And the truth gets out. But I put my hope in something greater than a ballot box and a political party and an ideology. And I'll share more on that in just a moment. Right now, I'm going to ask you, I really need your help. If you've never supported us before, maybe you've listened for two months, two years, maybe three. Would you consider even a small gift? You can do it online at the website, truththenumber2ponder.com. Truththenumber2ponder.com. We use Give, Send, Go, a Christian fundraising organization we do not use paypal we do not use gofundme or any of those other awful companies we strictly use give send go for online or you can make a check or money order payable to ancient word radio ancient word radio and the mailing address is post office box 510 Post Office Box 510. The city is Chilhowee, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowee, Virginia. Zip code is 24319. 24319. Once again, Ancient Word Radio, Post Office Box 510, Chilhowee, Virginia, 24319. When I get back, I will explain our economic mess. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Beerman. Human beings and growing up. Shalom Alechem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. When I was a child, I used to think that human beings were human beings. For years, I thought that humans were linked to the bean family. They were coffee beans, lima beans, baked beans, hum and human beings. I thought human beings were just beans that did well. They made it big. <laughs> Eventually, I learned that wasn't the case. Though I did later meet people named with last names like Pinto and Lima and Garbanzo, but that wasn't the point. The point is when you're a child, you think like a child. You understand things like a child. There's so much you don't understand. Paul said, when I was a child, I used to think like a child, but when I became an adult, I put away childish things. Well, remember that. No matter how old you are in life, we still think like children. I mean, the greatest theology and the greatest science is all still child thinking. You know, when we and be at peace, when we say to God, why? I don't understand. I don't understand. A child doesn't have to understand how to make a living, doesn't have to understand, doesn't have to worry about a lot of things because his parents will. You trust in the Lord that don't be limited by our your own child thoughts, but be an adult. That means trust the Lord. Put away childhood. Be unlimited. 
by trusting in God's thoughts, trusting in God's ways. You know, you don't have to understand everything God's doing in your life, but you got to trust him. So if you go by your reasoning, you'll be just like child reasoning. That's all it'll be. But if you trust, then you will be led by infinite wisdom. So put away childish things because going by our own thinking, that's just not enough because we're only human beings. One more. Ask for putting away childish things on CD, how to grow up in the Lord. Now imagine being plugged into a special line, let you know future events, news behind the news, biblical prophecy updates on Israel, and what you need to know as an anti believer, plus teachings and strength for every day of your week, and the incredible Mystery of the Temple Doors on CD. How how'd you get it free? Easy. Just remember Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua. And you dial it. That's it. You call it. So to get your free gifts, just call now. 1-800-YESHUA-1. You will be blessed by call now. 1-800-YESHUA-1. I invite you to join me to reach the unreached peoples of the world in the most incredible way from Moscow to Madagascar, even to Jerusalem. How? Through shortwave radio, you can blanket the earth. It's amazing. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or you can write me direct. Here's how. Just write to the nice Jewish boy at box 1111 in Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey. And the zip is 07644. That's box 1111. That's in Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey. And the zip is 07644. Well, till next time, this is Jonathan Khan saying, Shalom Anachem. Peace be to you, my friend, in Messiah, Ro'ehatov, the Good Shepherd. is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to part two of Truth to Ponder for this Thursday, one week from today, the third anniversary. Would you consider supporting us for the first time? We could really use it. This has been a horrific month. Love to hear from you, maybe for the first time. All right, I want to get right back to what I was mentioning as we went to the break. Ran a little over but I have time to get this in. And this is very important. There there are three things going on that you need to understand that are very much intertwined with each other, economically and also in some of what you're hearing in the media. And you're going to be seeing some changing narratives as we go into 2024, a nice, fat, political, presidential year. We've spent a lot of money, the United States, I haven't. I mean, those and the powers that be have been spending our money on a unwinnable war in Ukraine. Now, a lot of people don't like to hear me say that, but that's the truth. And it's beginning to come out for the first time. You're beginning to see the mainstream media changing the tune a little bit. Remember, a year and a half ago, it was Putin bad, Zelensky good. Everybody had their Ukrainian flag as the background of their Facebook page. And the very people that were putting that on their Facebook page couldn't find it on a map, knew nothing about its history. They think it's been a sovereign nation for thousands of years, and it hasn't. The western part used to be part of Poland. Eastern part was a part of Russia. Other parts were part of the Ottoman Empire or the Czechoslovakian Empire at one time. It never was its own nation until these artificial borders were put together 
in 1992 with the fall of the Soviet Union, it for the first time became a nation with the understanding it would stay out of NATO and not pose a threat to anybody, including Russia. But then again, our CIA gets involved and screws things up dramatically, like they always do. Cause unrest. We have caused political coups in that nation. We have unseated presidents. We put in our own puppet presidents. We are using that nation, I know the Bidens are, as a money laundering operation. A cash cow for corrupt people which has been the history of that part of the world for hundreds of years. The Soviets knew it back in the day. But no, we're told to believe that it's always been a wonderful, sovereign nation and Zelensky is a military hero. Now he's an R-rated comedian and not a good one at that. B-rated, you know, he's a B-level R-rated comedian. That's his claim to fame and he runs around in his little green outfit. And so, over 18 months, with relentless economic, military, and social sanctions against Russia, with the full might and power of the United States intelligence agencies and all their pranks that they, did, that they pull, their psychops and everything else, and don't forget a blown-up pipeline or two, here's what we've ended up doing. Number one... 400,000 men, Ukrainians, are dead. The Russians are just sitting there biding their time. They've achieved their ob objectives. And as Zelensky looks for any male to go to the front line to die, for what? For the United States? What's our interest? I think covering up corruption is what we have as an interest. A hundred billion plus dollars worth of interest in covering up major corruption. I mentioned before, Sam Bankman Fried, who kind of lost his sweetheart parole, his sweetheart uh, bond deal, received millions upon millions of dollars of American dollars via Ukraine. Did you not know that? See, America gave Ukraine boatloads of money and third-rate weapons. Yeah, we're finding out just how lousy our weapons really are that we spent all this money to prop up NATO because they're failing in the field miserably. Oh, yeah. And so Ukraine, it decides to invest a lot of money in cryptocurrency with <laughs> who could it possibly be? Sam Bankman-Fried. And what did Sam Bankman-Fried do with some of the millions? Gave it to the Democrat Party for the 2022 election. Just so you know. Money laundering. But here's what's happening. With what we've done in, you know, poking the bear, so to speak, pardon the pun, Putin has been accused of meddling in our 2016 election and doing things he never did by Democrats. He's their, you know, political pinata. And I think Putin is basically saying, I've had enough. And I've had enough of you wanting NATO in and missiles on my border. We discussed this. We signed treaties and you keep breaking the treaty and you're blaming me. 
Now, we're the treaty breakers, not, not the Russians in this one. And that's what the mainstream media that's so bankrupt and immoral will never tell you. But the truth is coming out. That war is not winnable. And I predict as we go into 2024, there'll be a peace settlement. And Russia gains some land and Poland might even get a piece of their land back to keep the peace. But something even worse has happened in terms of economics in this country. We poked the bear so severely that basically our dollars could become very worthless very soon. Why? Brazil, Russia, India, China, and other nations are coming together to give a boost to Putin. See, right now, American greenbacks are backed by nothingness, phoniness. There's no gold, no nothing behind it. Just the good faith and credit of our massive debt. Who wants our debt? Nobody. Why would China want to continue to have American dollars? They're worthless. They want something tangible. And so these nations, including Russia, India, China, Brazil... A bunch of nations are coming together, including South Africa. They're meeting in South Africa. And this summit could determine the future of BRICS, which means a new global currency. And all of a sudden, our money is not worth much. And because of the Biden administration trying to make the economy pretend to look reasonable, it still stinks. I'm looking at a chart of how much money is in circulation and how it suddenly jumped up as you go into COVID and then it stays going up, up, up in 2021, 2022, and it's still way up. There is literally, let me put it this way, it wasn't that long ago we had a stable... 4,000 billion, or basically $4 trillion in 2020, a stable amount of cash in circulation. Dollars in circulation was $4 trillion. And now we have, are you ready for this? $20 trillion. That's 20,000 billion, you know, 20 trillion in just 24 months. In other words, there's five times as much cash in circulation than there was in January 2020. What does that do? As you keep throwing money out into the economy, the value of the money that's there goes down. The buying power of the dollar is at bottom based on how many dollars are there. It's just math. It's an invisible tax. That's why eggs that used to be, you know, pretty cheap, you could be paying four, five, and seven dollars a dozen, depending where you live, or the quality of the eggs. And so China that ships us our TVs and computers and washing machines, and you know, we ship them little green pieces of paper. They don't want them anymore. Russia sends us grain and fertilizer, even natural gas, aha, even though we could get our own. And they're getting tired of our little green bucks. They're tired of them. These dollars are only useful to them if they can buy something with them. And if the world decides they don't want to use our currency, it could all collapse. And it could collapse quickly. 
We gave ourselves a discount on China stuff by giving them phony funny money. And now Russia, China, India, South Africa, Brazil are saying, now wait a minute. Maybe we need a currency backed by gold so it can't be shrunk whenever the issuing country doesn't feel like paying off its bills or its debts. And so the proxy war with Russia in terms of sanction has been a joke and a disaster. We may find our dollar not worth much at all. And I believe it's only going to get worse before it gets better. And, and those idiots that are on, on The View can sit there and say, oh, what a great economy under Joe Biden. You know, come on, Joy Behar. You've never gone into a grocery store in recent years. You wouldn't even know what money looks like on your $7 million a year to be a bozo on television. I'm sorry. You're just, you're just an idiot, a buffoon on TV, spouting out silliness and nonsense and ideology and all transgenderism and everything's good. When, when do we come to a point of reality? The dollar is shrunk, and that explains the predicament that even this radio program is in, because I know a lot of you are hurting. I had a very heart-wrenching note the other day from a listener that said, this may be my last ability to give. I'm, I can't do it anymore. It's gotten that tough. Believe me, I understand it more than you'll ever, ever know because I live exactly where you do. But I'm going to ask you anyway, if there is any way that you can help out, any gift, large or small, you can support us from our website, truth2ponder.com, truth2ponder.com. Or you can make a check or money order payable to Ancient Word Radio. Ancient Word Radio, mailing address, Post Office Box 510, Post Office Box 510. The city is Chilhowie, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowie, Virginia, and the zip code in Chilhowie is 24319. Once again, Ancient Word Radio, Post Office Box 510. Chilhowie, Virginia, 24319. Now, tomorrow, tomorrow we're going to kind of wrap up some of the stories from this week. And I, I, I am going to leave you this week with some hope. I know many of you are hurting. I know many of you have been through some difficult times. And, and I want to be able to, to reach you with, an, with a message that could be life-changing. So would you come back tomorrow? And keep this radio program and keep me, your host, in prayer. I really need it right now. And we'll share more tomorrow on the program. Until then, may God richly bless you. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.